It's time for Bottom of the Bargain Bin with Kevin Hart. I should have never let you into this hospital. Hello. Welcome back to Bottom of the Bargain Bin. I'm your host, Kevin Hart. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, I did a review of the first episode of Ratched. Ratched is the origin story of Nurse Ratched from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest popular novel, as well as feature film starring Louise Fletcher and Jack Nicholson. I was pretty ambivalent about this. I There were things I liked about the first episode, but I also thought, man, this really could go in the wrong direction fast. And, um... Well, it kind of did, uh, at least in my opinion. Let's take a look at who Nurse Ratched is, what she represents, why it doesn't work, and why uh, I don't think it really should have been made, to be honest. So, Nurse Ratched, if you've ever heard the phrase, the banality of evil, uh, Nurse Ratched is not some sort of supervillain like Darth Vader or uh, even somebody like Hannibal Lecter. Uh, she is this, she's a nurse who has a lot of power, and she thinks that she's doing good, but really, she's just, you know, she she is, uh, she's pretty mean. Some would say she's pretty evil. She is also very symbolic of a corrupt system, and a system that allows this sort of thing to happen, especially with, um, at that time, and maybe even nowadays in some places uh, how the mentally ill are treated uh, by superiors, especially by the system. Now, why Nurse Ratched, who symbolizes all that, needed an origin story, I don't know. So it was interesting for me to watch to see what they would do with her. Now, I mentioned Hannibal Lecter briefly. Unfortunately, Ratched kind of reminded me of a movie, Hannibal Rising, which was uh, the origin story of Hannibal Lecter. This is before the TV show Hannibal, which I haven't seen, but I've heard is pretty good. Uh, this is this came out before that. Uh, this was uh, this movie was I think from 2009. The book was 2006. But there were there were a lot of um, troubling parallels. Uh, Hannibal Lecter was abused as a child, um, and not to mention that his sister was killed. And he ate her in some soup, which is how he got the taste for human flesh. Um, there's a part where he wears a mask while he's fighting. And it, it's supposed to be like, hey, this is the mask he wears in Silence of the Lambs. So, you know, uh, you, you're starting to see some of that seep through into Ratched. And I really was not. I was like, oh, really? We're going to do this again? Uh, all right. Nurse Ratched's origin story, which I know you're thinking. Well, what's, what's, you know, this TV show's the origin story. Well, no, it's actually not. Because uh, in most of this show, she kind of just plays, you know, Nurse Ratched from One Foot with Cuckoo's Nest. She's about the same personality. And uh, there's one episode where we see her actual backstory as a kid. And surprise, surprise, the most unoriginal thing you can do in a villain origin story... She's abused as a child. I'm not trying to downplay child abuse, but when it comes to a movie plot, it's like, really? Especially for a villain origin story, really? That's, that's what you're going with? Okay, if you say so. 
Listen, let me start off with some positives because I know a lot of people like this TV show. Um, this is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful show. This, I mean, it, 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 it almost makes you feel like you're having a sugar rush watching it because it's so bright. Uh, I use the word technicolor a lot to describe this. It looks like a technicolor movie from the 50s or the 60s. I mean, it just... Uh, the color pops off the screen. The nurses are wearing red lipstick, and it just, like, cuts through your TV screen, and it's like, bam. Uh, there's a scene, especially where Dr. Hanover is getting high on some drugs. The scene goes entirely red, and you can see part of, uh, I think it's a lamp, and there's almost like you can see little particles of the color that were sort of seeping into the red. Uh, as you would see if you watch a Blu-ray of an old movie from the... Uh, 60s or 70s, where it was a shot on Technicolor, and the the color, the the way, like, it, it's like almost film grain, but not, you would almost think, you know, not pixels, obviously, because it's not digital, but it, it's these little, it's, again, not film grain, but these little sparkles, and they recreated that look, um, because I doubt this was shot on film, nothing really is anymore. Uh, so I think that aesthetic was really cool to see. When they would take their shots, especially with the colors, it'd be like outside, there'd be a big neon sign. You'd clearly see the blue sky, even if it's at nighttime, uh, the way the characters are lit in certain scenes. It really looks amazing. Uh, there's this, you know, green, seafoam green coloring for through a lot of it. Reminds me a little bit of Vertigo, uh, another Hitchcock movie. Also, the acting is great. Uh, it's wonderful. Sarah Paulson, who plays Nurse Ratched, um, although, you know, the, the whole thing of Nurse Ratched, I don't know if, you know, she needs an origin story or whatever, but Sarah Paulson does a really good job. Uh, she really captures some of her mannerisms um, and does brings her own intensity to it, and it's really great. Uh, one of my favorite characters was Mrs. Osgood, played by Sharon Stone. Uh, she's this big flamboyant sort of Corilla Deville character. And she has her own very dark backstory. Uh, and Sharon Stone just knocks it out of the park. Um, John John Briones, who I've never seen in anything before, he plays Dr. Hanover, who's the head of the institution where Nurse Ratched works. He's great. He's really creepy. He's intense. And, uh, you know, like many of the other characters, he has his own backstory. And uh, it's, it, you know, the... He looks like he could just like snap at any time, uh, and well, he you know, he kind of does. One of the characters is this Governor Wilburn, played by Vincent D'Onofrio, who was in Full Metal Jacket as Private Pyle. He also played the Kingpin on Daredevil. Man, he's so good in this. He is so slimy. He's this horrible, terrible, misogynistic, horrible politician who only cares about getting reelected and he's he's just this big bombastic like he you know he's like I'm going to throw the switch on the electric chair myself and he's he's just ugh I hate I hate him and I hate watching him and I think that's what makes him such a good actor Vincent D'Onofrio I mean he plays this part just amazingly I'm just like oh, I hate you so much but I can't stop watching you so the, the story is some of the story is pretty engaging and obviously I wouldn't have watched all eight episodes if I didn't care about the story at least a little bit. So it was uh you know it's 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 you know very creepy and interesting story to to watch and really take in. 
I gotta talk about some negatives, uh, and there's quite a bit of them. Uh, I have not watched American Horror Story, so I don't know if this is a trademark of Ryan Murphy, but there is next to none, if no, subtlety in this at all. Uh, everything is extremely, extremely on the nose when it comes to symbolism, if that's what they're even trying to go for. Uh, and then some of it just even makes sense. If you watch the trailer for this, they use the song Big Spender from the musical Sweet Charity. Your fingernails are filthy. I don't know why that's in there. Uh, when they do the lyrics, when you walked in the joint and it shows her walking into a door... Uh, you know, of course, you know, there's a lyric, oh no, what's going on in your mind, uh, you know, uh, okay, uh, but then, you know, I just, uh, there's, I don't know why that song's in there, I mean, you know, so they can time, to some parts of the scenes, again, I really just don't know why that's in there, and she's, I guess it sounds cool, maybe, that's what I wanted it. But it's it's not like anybody. Mrs. Osgood is a big spender because she's rich and she pays to have Doctor Hanover killed. But I, I don't. Again, I don't know why that's in there. If it just sounded cool, if it was sort of like a you know like a like a, some sort of villain theme. But it's it's not even that. I again, I don't know why that's in there. Uh, so some other musical cues they have. Like I talked about Alfred Hitchcock, they use a lot of music from Psycho. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Um, Bernard Herrmann did the score for that. And while Cape Fear is not an Alfred Hitchcock movie, that also has a very iconic score from Bernard Herrmann. It also showed up in The Simpsons. They use it a lot. Some other themes. This movie really wants to be Silence of the Lambs. Uh, the cell that Edmund Tolleson is in, that's the killer. He is Nurse Ratched's. Uh, not stepbrother. Uh, yeah, her stepbrother. I I was thinking of brother-in-law, but no. Who is Nurse Ratched's stepbrother? He is in this cage at the very end of the hall, in like a basement, in this, in this, you know, there's brick walls. I mean, it looks exactly like Lecter's cell in Silence of the Lambs, and it's, you know, just no subtlety whatsoever. And then there's a part where. They he runs off and they have to catch him and he's wearing the like the mask and it's and, and it's like nighttime and it's it, it's like the same scene from you know they bring him outside and he's talking to that he's talking to the governor in that movie and it it's you know it's exactly the same. There's a part that's mice and men as well when their nurse ratchet's playing on euthanizing Edmund. And she's like, well, he'll be playing with the animals and I can trick him. And it's like, yeah, you know, like looking at the rabbits. Oh, who's you know, never seen that one before? So, <laughs> yeah, a lot of it's just really, 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 really on the nose. But again, with this whole thing of prequels, there's no stakes. There's absolutely no stakes for Nurse Ratched. All the other characters I was interested in. I loved those stories, and I wish the whole series focused on those stories. But when it comes to Nurse Ratched, she's like in danger. You know, oh, what's going to happen? Well, she's in the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which takes place after this TV show. So I know she's going to make it. I'm not sitting here like, oh, what's going to happen there? Because I know what's going to happen. 
she's going to end up in the hospital and Jack Nicholson's going to come up and, uh, you know, make a fit about not being able to watch the baseball game. Um, and speaking of which, Nurse Ratched, despite being the title character and having probably the most screen time, my least favorite storyline of the entire TV show. I mean, I just think it's really boring. She just whines about her brother the whole time. That's it. And I'm sorry if that's mean for me to even, you know, but like, I don't care about her entire storyline with her brother. It's like, oh, I don't want him to die, but he's, you know, mass murderer. They're going to kill him. And then it turns into, well, it's either I euthanize him or he gets the electric chair and we want to kill him humanely. You know, it's the whole argument there about, you know, the death penalty and killing humanely. You know, we're not going to get into that because then we'd be here forever. But I, it just didn't. I don't know, I just didn't care as much about that storyline because I, I, I didn't really care for Edmund Dulleson as a character. Um, I didn't, you know, it's it's very, there wasn't a whole lot of nuance with him. No subtlety. You know, he's, it's inconsistent. You know, he, he's this, he's this mass killer and then there's a part where uh, his girlfriend, um, one of the nurses named Dolly, uh, they, they, they have one episode together um, which is basically a Bonnie and Clyde ripoff, uh, and then she dies, but, uh, you know, she kills a chicken, and he can't watch it, and he's like, oh, I don't want to watch this, like, you killed four people, five, actually, she, he kills a guard, and she even says that to him, but that's what I was thinking, it's like, come on, it's like, you're like, oh, he's a killer, but he has a heart of gold, ah, shut up, so, so I didn't care really for uh, Nurse Ratched's storyline. The Mrs. Osgood with her son and Doctor Hanover. Now that was the interesting storyline, and that was my favorite part of the series. I wish the whole thing was dedicated to that. Unfortunately, both Mrs. Osgood and Hanover die in the second to last episode, so we don't get to see much of that. Then we get to the finale, the season one finale. Boy, oh my God, it was terrible. It was so bad. It was, they should have ended it on episode seven. Episode eight is so terrible. Just, let me explain. This is supposed to be a prequel to One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest, a drama that takes place in an asylum. And this movie this movie, this TV show, decides we're going to make her brother this, like, Terminator villain. I mean, he, it, 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 the end of it is like the Terminator when, you know, there's a storm coming. I know, you know, my, much like Science of the Lambs at the end of the episode, takes place three years later. Nurse Ratched's living with her girlfriend in Mexico. And just like at the end of Silence of the Lambs, when he uh, Hannibal Lecter calls Clarice, and, uh, you know, she, she's like, you know, he's like, you don't come and follow me. And she's like, you know, I can't make that promise. This does, like, the same thing. And she's like, I know what you're going to say. And, you know, I'm coming for you. And she hangs up the phone. I was like, really? And then, you know, it's just like, it, it, it's got this Terminator feel because he's at the gas station and he drives off and it's like, I was like this sucks. It it it, it really drag that that last episode not only is a drag, but it it really just does not know what it wants to be. This whole series is tonally like deficient. It does not know what it wants to be. 
one part of it wants to be Alfred Hitchcock. Some of it wants to be Silence of the Lambs. Some of it apparently wants to be the Terminator. And then some of it's like Mice and Men, Bonnie and Clyde. They don't know what they're doing with this. And maybe that's Ryan Murphy's style, and I don't get it. That's fine. I know a lot of people like this, and they think it's great. And that's fine. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, your opinion is, you know, people like what they like. It's fine. I know a lot of people like this, and that's great. I don't have a problem with people liking it. But I did. I really just, I didn't like this uh, TV show that much. Um, if you're a fan of Ryan Murphy's work, such as American Horror Story, I would recommend this because you probably will like it quite a bit. Uh, just for me personally, and if you don't haven't watched his stuff or you don't care, I can't really recommend this because I, I, I think it's I think it's way it's it's like like okay, it's beautiful. I love how it looks. The acting is great. Everyone does a great job in it. I have no no qualms there. Uh, you know, the, the production itself is great. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say everything about this is terrible because there are a lot of things to like about this. A lot of great acting. A lot of great visuals, but the story—the story—I don't care for the story. It don't—it doesn't grab me. The main story, some of the side stories do. The main story with Nurse Ratched, I could care less about. So, I personally don't really want to recommend this to anybody. Um, if you're a fan of Ryan Murphy and his stuff, then you will like this. Um, otherwise, I would say you skip this and just watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest because it's also on Netflix. Uh, and is a much better movie, and it's six hours shorter. So, there you go. Thanks for listening in to Bottom of the Bargain Bin. I am Kevin Hart. I'll see you next week.